Welcome to Props and Hops, a betting and beer podcast powered by Dimers.com and part of Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Matt Landis, and let's get right to it. NFL Week 13 bets curated from a dream team of football handicappers, plus some original analysis. 60% of the time, it works every time. Two primetime sides in pocket this week. First up, Sunday Night Football, Denver plus 9.5 at Kansas City. That's the number as I record this Thursday afternoon Pacific time, so it's the number we'll grade. 10 had been the point spread. Still seeing some plus 10 at minus 120 available at certain books. That 10 minus 120, a smidge better than 9.5 at minus 110. So let's call plus 9.5 for Denver, good for a slightly reduced wager amount. Handicappers on the Broncos include Las Vegas Chris from our Bet US NFL show on Tuesday, as well as the whale capper Drew Dinsick and Andy Molitor. These guys all got plus 10, but again, I still like the plus 9.5 if you can get a flat minus 110 or better, and the handicap hinges on the Broncos' defense, which has largely held its own in three games without Von Miller. I know the Chiefs' offense has been showing some signs of turning the corner, but unlike those last two Chiefs' opponents, the Broncos under Vic Fangio, pretty adaptable with their defense. They should be able to take advantage of the blueprint that's well-known when it comes to containing the Chiefs' offense. One more thing I'll add to this handicap, the Broncos lost yards per play last week, and that might be a bit of a red flag if you go back and look at that box score. I think we're fine to ignore that. Denver took control of the game against the Chargers from the outset. Then they saw a lot of Drew Lockett quarterback, the Chargers putting up some garbage time production. So I'm not too concerned about that yards per play number being a negative for Denver last week. See plenty to like about the Broncos catching 9.5 points on Sunday night. Second side this week takes us to Monday Night Football, New England plus two and a half at even money at Buffalo. There's some plus three for minus 120 out there as well. That's virtually the same value. And I'd also encourage some New England money line looking at plus 120 or plus 125. Some pretty good value to get in a coin flip game considering if the Patriots cover the short number, they're quite possibly going to win the game outright as well. Handicappers on New England include Adam Chernoff, last week's Props and Hops guest Fabian Summer, as well as Steve Fezzik, and these guys all got the plus three, so we can take their Patriots enthusiasm with a grain of salt, although like I said, two and a half at even money, almost the same value as plus three for minus 120. And a bit of full disclosure here, I have the Patriots plus three and a half from a look-ahead line. Thanks to Adam for noting that look-ahead line last week on the Simple Handicap, and I don't mention that to brag about a number that's no longer available, but to bring up a point about our betting process. When we see teams like New England and Philadelphia consistently getting steamed week after week, I think it's worth noting that when you like teams like that, it can behoove you to get down early, and if you're not looking to bet a lot, Look-aheads can often be available as early as Tuesday for games the following Sunday, so we get about 12 days of advance notice, something worth considering down the home stretch this regular season. If you're not involved in this one yet, I do still like the Patriots plus 2.5 at even money, plus that money line in the plus 120 to 125 range, and here's why. New England on offense gives the Bills a major mismatch in the ground game, and the Bills' loss of Trey White also limits their ability to contain the Patriots' passing game. On the other side of the ball, the Patriots' defense seems to have all the pieces to hold the Bills' offense in check, and I also really like what New England's doing when we look at the arc of their season. Mac Jones showing a lot of improvement, the offensive line getting healthier, the defense figuring things out. 
Overall, these are roughly equal teams right now. It would have sounded weird to say that a month ago, but here we are. And home field advantage for Buffalo in this one, not worth two and a half to three points in my book, especially when we look at the forecast showing some possibility of wind, rain, and snow. I know this is Buffalo's home field, but the Patriots certainly look to be the team that's better built for the conditions we may well be seeing come Monday night. No totals in play this week. I'm starting to forget the last time we played a total on this show, but I feel like we've been identifying some bigger edges with sides, teasers, and props. Nothing wrong with playing to our strengths. And on that note, let's get to a teaser this week. Minnesota minus one and a half at Detroit, paired with Arizona minus one and a half at Chicago. And after last week, I can't help but wondering if the rumors of the demise of the Wong teaser were greatly exaggerated. It was a brutal go for a few weeks, and Dallas got things off to an ominous start on Thanksgiving. But Miami, Jacksonville, New England, Green Bay, and Washington all coming through to close out the week. So hopefully we're back on track with these advantage teasers crossing through the key numbers of 3 and 7. And as far as the first leg of this teaser goes, looking at Minnesota. Handicappers on the Vikings in some form include Drew and Tommy the Hitman. And the handicap hinges around the strength versus weakness matchup when Minnesota has the ball. Their good passing game against a very susceptible Detroit pass defense. And on the other side of the ball, Jared Goff seems to be ill-equipped to take advantage of the Vikings' current vulnerabilities on defense. One more point from the Hitman, the Vikings, the 27th team in NFL history to lead by at least 7 points through each of the first 11 games of the season. And of those 27 teams, Minnesota, the first one to pull it off without a winning record, that tells us the Vikings should be quite a bit better than their record indicates. Moving on to the second leg of the teaser, one handicapper on Arizona in some form, and that would also be the Hitman. He mentioned they're number one in the league in an interesting explosive play category. The Cardinals have gained 20 or more yards, 25 more plays than they've allowed 20 or more yards this season, and that includes Kyler Murray missing the last three games. On the Bears side of things, their injury report is loaded with key starters on both sides of the ball who look to be out or limited on Sunday. And it doesn't look like this game's going to last too long in teaser territory if and when Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are confirmed in for the Cardinals. Once we get that news, if we do get it, this line likely moving closer to double digits. So overall here with the Vikings and the Cardinals, we're teasing down through the key numbers of 7-3. and three. And I'd also recommend shopping around to see if any of your books pay out plus 180 on three-team six-point teasers and or plus 300 on four-team six-point teasers. If so, would also highly recommend looking at adding Washington and New England to your teaser portfolio this week. I also like that the Dimer spot shows an edge to Washington against the spread, so the extra points in a teaser are a nice cushion to have when they take on the Raiders on Sunday. And for more information on what the Dimer spots got cooking this weekend, check out the quick pick section over at Dimers.com via the link in the show notes. One more note with this teaser, full disclosure, most of my Cardinals exposure this week is tied to Indianapolis in a teaser, when the Colts could still be had in teaser territory at the start of the week. So for me, this is a pizza bet with the Cardinals and Vikings, but I would make it a full go if you don't have any exposure yet on either of these teams. Two props this week. First up, Russell Wilson under 229.5 pass yards. This one courtesy of the Hitman. 
He mentioned 238.5 is the line on the Hot Read Hits podcast, so it's been steamed heavily. I'd make 229.5 just about the floor for a reduced amount. This way, if Wilson comes in under 230, we still win the bet. And the Hitman notes that since Wilson's return a couple weeks ago, he's 34th of 39 quarterbacks in success rate, 37th in expected completion rate, and the Seahawks offense as a whole, minus 12 minutes per game when we look at time of possession, that's about twice as bad as the next worst team in the league. And we could see more of the same on Sunday with the 49ers run-heavy offense operating at a slow pace. All that adds up to fewer opportunities for Wilson to compile passing yards. The weather could also be a plus for this wager, heavy rain and wind possibly being a factor. And I'll add one more thing. Last week, a mirage when we look at Wilson's stat line, 247 yards, 8 yards per pass, 2 touchdowns, no interceptions, for a quarterback rating greater than 110. Anybody who watched that game saw that Wilson was pretty brutal before a last-minute desperation drive, and I don't expect a repeat this week in terms of the last-ditch effort as it pertains to Wilson's passing yardage. Second prop this week, raise your hand if you saw it coming, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. As far as the math goes, this game has the highest total on the board at 50 and a half. Kind of a weird week without a single total as high as 51, but as we get later in the season, that'll happen sometimes with factors like weather, attrition, and division rematches suppressing some totals. But we'll take it in this case, should see plenty of points in Atlanta. And as far as the matchup goes for this prop, the Bucks have a strong offensive line. Tom Brady, the master of the quarterback sneak in short yardage situations, and he also has some big end zone targets in Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans. For the Falcons, I kind of feel like JP and Angels in the outfield saying, hey, it could happen as far as them possibly getting this prop home, but maybe we see a pass interference in the end zone against a vulnerable buck secondary. And it's an admittedly low bar, but the Falcons offense has been more dynamic recently with Cordero Patterson back in the fold. I make this prop good to minus 140, and that wraps up the week 13 card. Let's get to a rapid fire recap of this week's bets. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Two sides, Denver plus 9.5 at Kansas City and New England plus 2.5 at Buffalo. One teaser, Minnesota minus 1.5 at Detroit paired with Arizona minus 1.5 at Chicago. And two props, Russell Wilson under 229.5 passing yards and Tampa Bay Atlanta shortest touchdown under 1.5 yards. I'm realizing now that all these bets favor the road team. That wasn't intentional, but here's to some road warrior performances in week 13. All right, if you came for just the picks, you're good to go. But if you want to stick around for some beer talk in the Malinsky Minute, check out the full episode from Thursday if you're listening to the condensed episode released on Saturday. We've got some hops coming right up. This week's show beer, Chow Chow Chow, a triple dry hopped, triple IPA by Monkish in Torrance, California. It's a heavy hitter, weighing in at 10.2% ABV, and it might just be the IPA to end all IPAs. Coming from a powerhouse brewery in Monkish, hopped to the high heavens, showcasing exclusively my favorite hop, Citra. As far as the tasting notes go, it's got a magical citrusy tropical combo that jumps out of the glass. Think orange, grapefruit, mango, and pineapple. There is still a hot bite there to remind you it is a beer after all. And Chow 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 also has a soft, full body, 
makes it an easy drinker, but it doesn't sit nearly as heavy as a lot of other triple IPAs that can often rely too much on a creamy body and a lot of sweetness to mask the double-digit ABV. This one, as finessed as it could possibly be, considering the aggressive triple dry hopping. Overall, Chow 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 raises the bar to a whole new level. It's the triple dry hopped version of Adios Ghost, which is a beer I featured last year on this show. That was previously my favorite Monkish beer, and they only made that one once a year. So I'm hoping we don't have to wait too long for batch two of Chow Chow Chow, but however long the wait is, it promises to be worth it. And one more worthwhile thing to get to, let's queue up this week's Malinsky Minute. A question instead of a quote this week for the Malinsky Minute. What's something gambling-related you're thankful for? I'm stealing this question from Timothy Lawson, the host of the Better Life podcast. It was a blast to join him for his Thanksgiving episode last week, and I think it's a good question to keep in mind anytime, especially this time of year. My two cents, I'm thankful for the people in this industry. Edges can come and go, but it's the relationships that last and David Malinsky is still part of the fabric of this show and the very best of what I can do in gambling, thanks to the relationship that we had. And I've also been able to spark new relationships with listeners and guests who've become friends, a lot of people I've met through doors that Props and Hops has opened, and those relationships so much more valuable than any winning wager. I'm reminded of the quote, you are who you surround yourself with, and there's some awfully good company to be had in the betting space. So whatever you're thankful for right now, I'd encourage you to take an extra moment to appreciate it. Alright, thanks for listening. If you found any value in this week's episode, the number one way you can support Props and Hops is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd be interested in a breakdown on every NFL game this weekend, including picks from pro bettors, check out the BetUS NFL show I'm hosting with Las Vegas Chris and Scott Kellen. We'll be breaking down the full weekend slate live on YouTube on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and you can check it out via the link in the show notes. One more housekeeping item. If you live in an area where wagering is legal and want to kill two birds with one stone, go ahead and sign up for a sportsbook via any of the links at the bottom of the Props and Hops landing page on Dimers.com. That way you can get down on some edges and support this show along the way, and you guessed it, you can also find that link in the show notes. Last but not least, thanks to the podcasts that have informed this week's show, I'd highly encourage you to check them out. The Deep Dive, The Simple Handicap, Even Money, The Matchbook NFL Betting Podcast, The Dream Preview, and Hot Read Hits. Alright, that'll do it. Enjoy week 13, best of luck with your action, and I'll talk to you next week. Until then, let's bet well, let's drink well, and let's be well. Thank you.